This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, the band brings you back to the Ross Tucker Show. Al Morgan, Uriah Hughes, and eventually I'll see Ross. And we lost. So I, I, we do have a uh, one of our favorite people we haven't talked to in a while, Al, at 9.30. Guy's got a little bit of experience in the Super Bowl. Brian Billick. Ah, that'll be yeah. interesting to see what his thoughts are going in. Uh, meantime, we'll go back out to Phoenix with Ross. All right, Ross, I think everything's set up again. You hear us? Yep, I hear you guys. Great uh, modern technology. By the way, um, the people in the hotel rooms next to me must be thrilled that I've been talking this loud <laughs> since 5 a.m. out here. I mean, they must just be thrilled. Well, don't, don't worry about them. They're probably. They're, oh, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Um, unless there's a knock on the door and I get, and, you know, and they. But now it's six o'clock. I think like legally, six o'clock to like eight o'clock. Those are like the waking hours. I oh. think maybe I could have gotten in trouble before six a.m. local, but I think we're good now. You're good. I used to do four hours on the radio from hotel rooms at the beginning of this. Yeah. When I was with ESPN and I'd go on and like be on LA. And doing four four hours on a middle of the night on a regular phone line. It was horrible. <laughs> it was it's it is annoying when it's uh it just goes on forever. And the people if if you are next door, but people in hotels don't care. The TVs are on at three in the morning, oh, yeah. screaming. It's like it's a big party out there, isn't it, Ross? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's um. I mean, even you know, last night I. Uh, I may have had a uh, a daddy soda or five with, um, <laughs> with some folks. Feeling good? So, uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't get a whole lot of sleep um, last night, but I'll I'll make up for it later. So, no, it's um it's awesome. It's so cool to be out here, um, and it's just so cool. Like I know so many people from friends and family that are coming out for the game. Uh, you know, my buddy's bringing his family out. Uh, another buddy of mine's coming out, and you know, it's funny because they they talk to me. Hey, can you help me get tickets? And I was like, <laughs> no, definitely <yeah>. not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I have no, I'd be doing it the same way you're doing it. But then, you know, some of them are like, you know, should I bring my kids? Should I not? I'm like, listen, you really don't know if and when the Eagles will be in the Super Bowl again. You know, your kids are 10 and 11 or 9 and 10. Like, they will remember this for the rest of mm. their lives. They went to the Super Bowl with their parents. They saw the Eagles in the Super Bowl. So I, um, I highly encouraged the people um, if they could, you know, if they had the means, if they were able to do it, to, to have their kids come. Just because that's I – mean, plus, I think 
for a lot of people, going to one Super Bowl was kind of like a bucket list thing. No, oh, yeah. Yeah. I unfortunately went to Jacksonville, which yeah. was, you know, not good. Give the choice. The kid, he can either give you four years at Princeton or we'll go to the Super Bowl. There you go. <laughs> you, know, you know what's funny? You know what's funny? Um, I, I went to the Super Bowl. Um, the first one I actually, like, sat in there and watched it was the Steelers and the Packers in Dallas. Um, what was that, like 2010 maybe? Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking – yeah, this is the last time I'm doing this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I I just much prefer to be able to be, like, in my house and also to have, like, the big screen TV yeah. and the replays. You know, if I'm going to be talking about it the whole next day. You need to or, be able to know, watch it, yeah. yeah. You know, I need the replays and I need the close-ups. Like, I can't be sitting up in a press box or in the stand and just, like, only get one look at it, right? Like, plus, it's, like, there's, it's, I can't take notes, so... Every year, you know, when I'm done with my media obligations, I, I fly back. I, I watch the game. You know, a lot of times I've actually stayed for, like, Friday and Saturday night parties, and I get on the first flight Sunday morning, head home, take a nap, and then wake up and watch the game. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I would prefer it that way. It's just, it's just so big. Yeah. It's just no, I prefer watching it's just home. so big and then I don't like the I mean I'd rather be with all the people in Philly if it happens yeah. the party that's going to happen here is going to be outrageous all right let's see if we let's see if this works Ross give it a shout a try again go out to uh, Winfield and TR good morning TR good morning good morning what's happening TR there you go man I, I know I know Sirianni has a chip on his shoulder you know the fact that Andy had to let him go I don't say what employer how employer lets you go but Rose just into the office talking nice to you. You still feel some kind of way at the end of the day. So you think so he's I got really an axe believe. to grind there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I really believe that he wants to, to defeat Andy. And Andy's going to help us with his poor plot management skills. So we're going to go in and do this thing. And, and shout out to the drivers that's gone out to um, Arizona. I drove from Lake Havasu to Lake Havasu City, Arizona. It's a, our, our country really beautiful. So you have a good ride. It's a nice ride to ride out there. Well, it is. But, um, I, I mean, I've driven cross country, and i got to say, Except for Kansas, yeah, <laughs> it is beautiful. I took a train cross country all the way to L.A. one year, and it is. But there's that long stretch, yeah. desolate. It's terrible. Yeah, it's just, that's... yeah but I'm a, my home hasn't hasn't uh, seen a defensive line like ours, and we we probably end up putting him out the game. It's hard. He's brand new, brand new, hitting his head. We're gonna take his heart, man. We we gonna we gonna blow them out like we have been blowing everyone else. Ross, so, I, I, Ross I, I want to ask you about that. Twenty-one points. Yep. The the Eagles get after the quarterback, but they do it mostly without blitzing. And we've seen right. what Hassan. It's amazing that we've gotten this far and we haven't really gotten into Hassan Reddick. He's going up against Andrew Wiley, who's allowed nine sacks this year and forty-two pressures. I mean, mm-hmm. talk about that matchup a little bit. Well, well, so so two things. One that's one. So first of all. You're right. Wiley is their worst starting offensive lineman. They're aware of it. Uh, I was talking with him Monday night. He's expecting to see primarily Reddick with a little bit of Brandon Graham. And he just said, you know, he's really good with his hands. He's explosive, all those things. I think what's been a little bit underreported, and I didn't realize this until I had a guest on, on my podcast on Monday that said this, do you realize that the other tackle, Orlando Brown, who has a big reputation because he's playing on the franchise tag, and they offered him a lot of money, and he turned him down. He, he's, he's on the franchise tag. He is fourth most pressures allowed in the wow. NFL. So it's not only is Wiley 
the weak link, but it's not like the guy on the other side is like a lockdown player. The yeah. strength of the yeah. Chiefs O-line is the interior trio. You know, the center is really good, Creed Humphrey. The left guard, Joe Tooney, is really good. The right guard, Trey Smith, would fit in great with the Eagles offensive line. He is a bad boy. Like, he is, he is trying to put people down, and I respect it. Uh, but their tackles are pedestrian. Their tackles are average. And so I think maybe Gannon brings a blitz every once in a while just to keep Mahomes on his toes, just so that Mahomes doesn't get comfortable knowing that's going to be straight rush every time. But for the most part, I expect them to just bring straight rush and and have faith and belief that their D lineman can get there because they really have all year. All right, all right, Tr. Do you have a star, a somebody under twenty five, a star? Um, can you tell me a list? Can I? Can you have uh, I don't know if Al has one. Just throw a name out. Has some present? Uh, well, under no, twenty five now. Yes. <laughs> yes, under twenty five now. Oh, um, Kylie Jenner. Kylie Jenner. No. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Right. A star at what? She's a star at what? No, no. We're, we were talking about athletes because Jalen Hurts is 24. Athletes, singers. So or... it was like 25. Oh, wait, wait. Did do Billy? Didn't somebody Billie Eilish. Eilish? Billie but yeah, Eilish. She's, yeah, she's 21. Yeah. So she's, uh, yeah, she's 21. One or... of the things I want to ask you about, uh, Ross, is the, is, Mahomes' ability, you know, he's just sometimes like a like a wizard, like a magician. It, how good is his ability to sense pressure and to avoid it? He has the best spatial awareness, I would describe it, of any player I think I've ever seen. And it's not just being able to sense pressure. I think – Maybe, Rhea, you have the – I think he might have only been sacked one time in the playoffs yeah. so far. Yeah, I don't think he's been sacked a lot. Let me look it – I'll look it up while you – Yeah, I mean, he has not been sacked much in the playoffs. Even with the ankle, you know, the Bengals, who have a pretty good pass rush, they weren't really able to get to him. But the stuff that he does, like the stuff that he sees – you know how – Al, you'll appreciate this. You know how the best hockey guys, like a Gretzky or whatever, they just kind of see things better than everybody else? <laughs> Like yeah, they, but... like they, 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 they can almost like see a second or two ahead of what's going to happen. It's really like their vision and how they see the game. That's Mahomes. I was actually talking with their third string quarterback, um, Shane Bouchel, who's in his second year, and he. I said, "What's the biggest thing that that people don't understand about Mahomes?" He said, "Well, first of all, how smart he is." And I said, well, does the coach ever say things like, don't try this at home, like don't try yeah. what Mahomes is doing here? And he said, no, we all just kind of look at each other when he does certain things. Like when they're watching the tape and they see Mahomes moving around and like, you know, he'll have a shovel pass or like a hook pass or he'll flip the ball. And he just kind of, he sees the defense and what's happening and the movement. He sees it unfolding almost like ahead of time, and it seems like he always makes the right play, and it's so often spectacular, which is why not only is he the best player, but he's the most entertaining, which is why, um, you know, which is why he's so well-regarded. The other thing is, and Rhea, I think you might have been talking about this earlier in the week, nobody really dislikes Mahomes. No, no, no. I like, said there's, that. There's I, nothing, there's, there's nothing no. negative about him. I I mean, you know, all the all the stuff around him, his family, like they're all slightly annoying. And if I was, but I find him impossible to dislike. Even the ads. Yeah, he's very funny <laughs> in the ads. I mean, it's 
it's amazing. Yeah, and how much is that dependent on a, a tight end that also kind of does the same thing? It's a great point. Um, it's so nice for, for them to have each other because same thing. Like, <clears throat> Kelsey is actually the thing that surprised me more than Mahomes. Mahomes is a tremendous player, and he's playing quarterback. The fact that Kelsey somehow gets open 20 times All a game. All the time. It's, it's, an, it's insane when you watch. I'm like, they've got to account for him, but he just seems to get open. It is wild. I mean, like the Jaguars, he caught 14 passes against <laughs> the Jaguars. What do you think the Jaguars talked about all Him. week long? <laughs> Don't let Kelsey beat us. And then the guy catches 14 passes. I mean, it's just, it really is incredible um, how often he gets open. And what I've learned is he's freestyling a lot. You know, they give him a lot of freedom to basically just get open. You know, you don't have that a lot with other receivers. Like, Kelsey, it's like, hey, just get open. And what's incredible is how often he and Mahomes are on the same page. Kelsey reads the defense. He knows where the soft spot is. He just kind of turns around, and he's a big body, but he turns around in the open space, and Mahomes puts it on him. So how do you how do you defend Kelsey? Well, if you there's can. A, a yeah, there's a few different options. You could play zone and oh. just have heavy eyes <laughs> for Kelsey um, at the second level because that's usually where he is, and make sure you're leaning that way, kind of almost like a a matchup zone, if you it, so to speak. If you think you have a guy that can cover him man-to-man, you can do that. I'll be curious to see if the Eagles try that with Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. You know, the two things I've seen Belichick do to a guy like Kelsey would be, number one, he would just put a guy like Bradbury on him. He would say, you know what? Kelsey is a receiver. We're treating him as the Chiefs' number one receiver, and we like the matchup because Bradbury's big and he has length. We're putting Bradbury on Kelsey man-to-man, which is a lot of respect for Kelsey, but I think it's something that'd be out of character for the Eagles, but it's something they could consider. And then the other thing is, like, bracket them. You know, like, there's gunners on the punt team, yeah. and there's just, like, two guys there. Now, it leaves you short elsewhere, but I've seen Belichick do that to Antonio Gates and Jimmy Graham, like, in the red zone, where he just decided, I don't care if you score a touchdown. Kelsey's not scoring the touchdown. <laughs> you know, I, I don't care who scored it, but that, that dude is not getting this touchdown. So what is the difference between he and Gronk? Um, I think Kelsey is uh, a little bit better of a route runner. I think he's a little bit um, probably smarter from a football standpoint. I think Gronk is the most gifted tight end that has ever played. Gronk is a much better blocker. Like, Gronk was like a dominant blocker. I think Gronk was probably even better than Kelsey on contested catches and in the red zone. And I think Gronk was also probably better run after the catch. I mean, there were years there when, when, Gronk, got, when Gronk caught the ball when he was moving, it was like, look out. And I don't know if you guys have ever seen Gronk. That is a huge guy. Yeah. Like, he is all of six seven. 275. When I see him on the so pregame on Fox or whatever, he's huge. Was crazy. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, I, here, there's one other thing that we should be concerned about because I have a feeling that Andy would love to because um, the Eagles have Philly Philly, Philly special from their Super Bowl win. So supposedly Mahomes has mastered 
the behind the back pass, which he says he completes 80 to 90% of the time, and that he will use it in a game for sure, and that Kelsey's been giving him uh, guff about not using it. Oh, God, I hope he can uses it because ima- it's going you- the other way. Ah, okay, there you go. <laughs> I like how you went with that. Oh, I don't know. Trick. That would be, Insane. I mean, that that would take some major, yeah. <laughs> major stones to yes. do that in the Super Bowl. Yes. That that sounds good for week three at, uh, you know, at Houston. You, you heard know? it here first, Ross, but Al, I like the way Al's looking yeah, at it. It goes the other end. That's, that's the turnover you want. Yes. That's- Rhea, Rhea, if you think there's a chance that's going to happen, yes. that sounds like a real good bet to I know. make because <laughs> it's probably like 10,000 to one yes, odds. Yes, I'm going to take it. I'm going to oh, take it. And then the video to prove it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that goes on. Real quick before we go to break out, I just want to mention it is my brother Michael's birthday. And uh, I wouldn't be able to do this job without him. Helps get my son to school since I'm in at work by 4 a.m. every morning. So happy birthday, Michael. Oh, your little brother. Happy birthday, Michael. <laughs> happy birthday. All right, we come back. We'll get to uh... No, no, my older brother, <laughs> not my little I'm the baby, Al. All right. Don't take that away from me. I'm a 94. WIP is 815. And this year, the only app, the only app you need for your Super Bowl party, well, it's FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino because it's America's number one sports book. Download FanDuel right now. Use the promo code AL so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no sweat first bet. That's right. You get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet happens not to hit. FanDuel is going to let you bet on everything. Money line, point spreads, who's going to score a touchdown, all of that. For me, I look no further than the quarterback right here in Philadelphia. Russian touchdowns for me, boy, he does that all the time. It's all on a top-rated sportsbook app that's safe, it's secure, and it's super easy to use. Best of all, you get paid your winnings instantly. You're going to love this app. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. So join FanDuel today with promo code AL to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Brought to you by Bullseye Event Group. Today is exactly five years since the Eagles held a parade for their Super Bowl victory over the Patriots. They're hoping to hold another one after taking on the Kansas City Chiefs Sunday in Arizona. Eagles relatively healthy heading into the game. Only question mark is the punter. Nick Sirianni won't say anything about who will be the punter. Aaron Sippos had his practice window open. He's been out since injuring his ankle on December 11th, replaced by Brett Kern, who is not exactly inspired. A lot of confidence. Philly is going to Phoenix. Do you need tickets? Tickets to the big game or hotel travel packages? Go to bullseyeeventgroup.com for tickets. Bullseyeeventgroup.com for all your big game travel. NBC 10 first alert forecast brought to you by Nas Cancellari. Mostly sunny, a high of 54. Philadelphia asbestos attorneys Nas Cancellari have collected over $500 million for 5,000 asbestos victims. Call 215-546-8200. To stream 94WIP, tell your smart speaker to play 94WIP. Here we go, flying high, going to the Super Bowl. That song will be out there. Ross Tucker, show here this morning until 9 o'clock. Ross is out in Phoenix. We do have Ava Graham with our question of the day update. Ava? Brought to you by Armin Chevrolet of Ardmore. Armin Chevrolet celebrating their 23rd anniversary. Armin Chevy is your Silverado truck headquarters. Find your road to ArminChevy.com. Which team has the coaching advantage? Dang, 60% say the Chiefs over the Eagles. Oh, my God. It's I am getting worse stunned now. by that. I'm disappointed in that answer. Me too. I'm alarmed. <laughs> that's that, Ross. That's that's amazing to me. I think a lot of that is experience. I think a lot of that is reputation. It is interesting, you know. 
Andy Reid, like, guys, if they win this game, if the Chiefs win, okay, he's getting up there into being in the conversation for one of the five best head coaches ever. I mean, he will then have had two Super Bowl wins, four appearances. Um, what is it? Five and f- championships. Ten championship games? Ten championship games? Is that how many he's been to? Five in Philly and five in Kansas City now? Wow. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah, ten conference championship games. I mean, he and be able to do it as well as he's done it two different places. Um, it's really interesting because if, if the Chiefs win, boy, that puts Mahomes and Andy Reid into some really exclusive company with multiple Super Bowl wins, and obviously Mahomes has a long way to go and all that stuff. If the Eagles win, it's a little bit different. If the Eagles win, I feel like it's a real feather in the cap of Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman as much as anybody else because other than a bunch of the linemen, it's really a new team. It's interesting. Other than like Lane Johnson, Kelsey, Brandon Graham, and Fletcher Cox, which, by the way, was the strength of the 2017 team, and is the strength of this team. It's still the line up front, both sides of the ball. But I, I can't remember. I guess somebody said the Raiders um, are the only other example of a team to win the Super Bowl a few years apart with a new head coach and a new quarterback, and they did it against the Eagles, against Jaws and yeah. those guys, Harold Carmichael. Uh, but it's very, very rare what the Eagles have done here. And you have to credit Lori and Howie Roseman as much as anybody if they win it. Well, and and well, if they win it, I mean, I, I I'm just amazed because the people here saw Andy in a close game, mismanage games so often that it that would be that. That big was the one thing that, I, that, I, that, yeah, yeah. that I'd mentioned to you, Rotten Al, and I talked about it in the beginning of the show. That um, uh, Sheil had an interesting take where he said, "I would read for the two weeks preparing for the Super Bowl." And I want Nick Sirianni for the three and a half hours during the game. Totally agree. Yeah. I think that's fair. And I would also say I think Sirianni's too small of a sample size to say we don't want him for the two weeks leading up yeah. to the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, yes, I've been more impressed with Nick Sirianni as a game day management coach. It is wild. I mean – I don't remember being on with you guys that much because it happened in the off season. Mm-hmm. But what were the calls that you guys got after Sirianni's opening press conference? Oh no, it was oh. terrible. <laughs> he, I mean, he even knew it was terrible. You know us; he knew it was bad. Yeah, it was terrible. It was a zoom. It was, Ross, it was so bad. I because that was it was on a Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. I think I called Angelo. I don't normally call Angelo on a Friday. I just I kind of give myself a break. I give him a break. I called him and I said, "Listen." Don't bury him too bad, but it was about as awful as it could be, and I was trying to give him all the reasons. It was on Zoom. Zoom. He couldn't see the reporters. It was his first time. Like, I rarely ever call Angelo and say, pull a punch. And that's how bad, that's how awful it was. And then he used it as a teaching tool. Somebody made a video, like a low-light video from it, which made it even worse. (laughs) That was terrible. Yeah. That's that's how impressive it is to look at him now, that – this is probably who he always is, but he was nervous, and yeah. it's understandable. So you know? do you think going into this game, Ross, but he, he doesn't seem like the type that would change his coaching methodology at all. In other words, I might take the over on fourth down chances. 
with the Eagles? No, no, he's not going to change what he is or who he is. And um, he's been very clear about that. And that's a big part of their success is they've been aggressive. There are so many things the Eagles do that I don't know that other teams do them. And I think it gives them an advantage. One of which is, is what they do in terms of game management and officiating. Like they have a guy, his sole focus is on officiating and the rules and making sure that the Eagles are maximizing their opportunities under the rules. Like it's just, I, 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 I hope people appreciate it because you don't really know any different because you live in Philly and you're an Eagles fan, but I'm around other organizations. I talk to them. The Eagles spare absolutely no expense when it comes to leaving no stone unturned to try to make the football team better. There's teams I played for where they want to win, but they're not going to like go the extra mile in terms of spending money to, for, for like certain things that they think are unnecessary because this is a business. They're trying to make money, right? They're trying to be a profitable business, and the Eagles aren't like that. Like even during the preseason games when we were in Cleveland and in Miami, you know, I eat the meals with the team and I'm, you know, in the same hotel with them. The amount of like smoothies and bars, like even their pregame meal is way better than any of the five teams I played for. Just the amount of options that they have at their pregame meals, it is – they always have a smoothie guy. And I always, <laughs> like, make sure there's no players in line because I feel like it's not really for me, but I always get a smoothie because they're delicious. Oh, um, I man, that's, that's a detail type of thing. I have another question about Mahomes. You Obviously, you're involved with kids playing football. He's one of those guys, like, if I coach tennis or whatever – He's one of those annoying guys that if you – I don't know that I'd have a kid watch him and say, play like that. Well, two things I think are interesting <laughs> about that, Al. First of all, Mahomes and Odell Beckham Jr. have totally changed kids' hairstyles. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's more Odell or if it's more Mahomes. You're, Mahomes, I see it a lot. <laughs> Yeah, thank yeah. goodness it wasn't popular when I was in high school because there's no way I could get my hair to do that, <laughs> you know, to do. But, like, what do these kids do? They go into the barbershop and they ask for a Mahomes? Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know how – I mean, think about how popular you have to be to change hairstyles for everybody. I mean, every, you know, I see all these kids – you go to a high school basketball game, they all are rocking, like, the Mahomes yeah. hairstyle. It's unbelievable. And then what's interesting is – they, they were telling me that they think it's because of his baseball background that he's so good at throwing the ball even when his feet aren't set. Yeah. And I guess he practices that a lot because it's interesting. You know, quarterbacks never used to practice that, Al. They used to practice make sure your feet are always set. Yeah. Make sure you always have a good base underneath you before you throw the football. Nowadays, because of Mahomes, they actually practice, like, throwing off a of one leg. They actually practice these different arm angles. They, they practice throwing it awkwardly, whereas before your whole goal was to get in a good body position to throw it. Now they practice throwing it in bad body position. He's really changed the sport. Yeah, he it, it looks like a shortstop. <laughs> Throw, throwing, uh, throwing what from the infield. Did his dad play? I don't know, but his it, dad was a you know, with the yeah. Mets. I thought he was a pitcher, right? Yeah, and, might have been. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, and both play, both quarterbacks, their dads were important in 
directing their careers. Yeah, with Jalen, dad was yeah. his high school coach. Yeah, to, to be able to do something like you that. You know what I think is really cool? You know how this is the first time where it's um, two black quarterbacks starting in the Super Bowl? Yes. What I think is so cool about that is I didn't even realize that and never would have guessed. Yeah, I didn't either. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like I, I you know, there's there's so many awesome black quarterbacks now. Like that that never occurred to me no. even for a second that that hadn't happened before until they were talking about it. I mean, it was like what was it eighteen years ago that Lovey Smith and Tony Dungy were the, the two head coaches and they were both black. It's kinda wild that it took eighteen years for it to be, you know, two black quarterbacks starting in the Super Bowl, but nobody I think it's real progress and really good that nobody even thought any different. Like we all nah. didn't even realize that that was the case. No, I just looked I, at I it as a, there would be multiple yeah. Super Bowls with with black quarterbacks. It's way more important that that Hurts is under twenty five. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, that he's kind of just... well, they're both young. You yeah, know, he's twenty seven. Combined he's, age. Yeah, yeah. Youngest combined age of the starting quarterbacks in the Super Bowl ever. That surprised me too a little bit. Yeah. Um, Especially because Mahomes has been around a while. And Mahomes' dad, Al, by the way, was a pitcher and at one point pitched for the Red Sox. Yeah. He's, uh, so they, both dads were really integral. Well, so he grew up in, in locker rooms. Yeah. You know, all over the Just place. Throwing, but, I mean, when you watch guys like that play reels, like when you watch – you'll teach a kid in tennis, well, we always do this, then you watch Wimbledon. They break every rule. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They, they break every freaking rule. And best athletes tend to do that. So it's kind of annoying as a coach. <laughs> To, to have the kid watching everybody doing everything wrong and being the best in the world. It's pretty amazing. Uh, and the other thing, Russ, talking about quarterbacks, uh, you know, Brady left. Did you happen to see his video of him in his skivvies and uh, selling whatever? I didn't see a video. I saw a picture. It was so <laughs> bad. <laughs> Ross, it was Ross. I, you know, uh, I hate to what, say the, it. The, the video was so I, bad? I think it was. Like, maybe it was a picture. No, the picture. I, it was, it was picture. like... Uh, Dude, <laughs> what? come what? on. What's so bad about it? It was icky. <laughs> you know, all I'm saying is, so you're, yeah, like, you know, and Al, you brought it up before, when you're like 35 and 40 and you retire from sports, you're the old guy. Yeah. You know, in regular business shit. He's the old dude who retired and lost his super bottle wife, and now he's posing in his underwear. I found it to be a little awkward. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I don't I don't pay attention to like famous people, but I guess I guess I just assume like that's what like oh. Kardashians and Jen like I, I just assume that's what yeah, like, but not famous Tom Brady. Do. That's the yeah. point. Yeah, the Kardashians yeah. will do that. Yeah, but... I'm afraid he's going to go off the deep end, and then the two guys that got us through an error, Rogers and Brady, will. Both... <laughs> he needs to go on a darkness retreat. <laughs> I want to know. I would love to talk to Tom and be like, all right, <laughs> how much of that was about selling underwear? Because he's got a he's got a clothing company. Yes, he does. I guess. So how much of that was uh, about about selling underwear and how much of that was about um how good your, a shape your ex, you're in your, 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 yeah what what you like to do at night oh, <laughs> if he's God. got a convertible um uh what's the car al the midlife crisis car in, the corvette corvette in in his garage i'm very concerned. oh he's probably got three ferraris <laughs> and yes. corvettes for going to the supermarket i am so fascinated like he still says that he's gonna he's gonna take a year off he's taking a gap yeah year. he's taking a gap year um <laughs> I, I, you know, I think it's really smart, by the way, that he's doing that, because if he got right into broadcasting, he wouldn't know what life is like without it, without football. So I think it's really smart of him to take a year off and see what that's like, and then he can decide whether or not he wants to broadcast, or even if he does come and broadcast, 
he might be like, you know what? I don't like traveling every weekend. I don't like being criticized because I think that's why like Peyton Manning, I mean, the two reasons why Peyton Manning never wanted to be an analyst, my understanding is I think he didn't really want to have people criticizing him. And also he didn't want to travel every weekend. So he figured out a way to do Monday Night Football from his house. Yeah, pretty cool. You know, with that Manning cast thing. With your your brother. It's, It's not bad at all. All right, uh, when we come back, we're also going to get to Joe. A few other people want to talk about what's going on as we head into the final days before the Super Bowl. Time of 94, WIP is 836. Window Nation has the coolest deal ever for keeping you warm. Get two windows free with every two you buy with zero down payment, zero monthly payments, and pay zero interest for 24 months. Now's the perfect time to take advantage of Window Nation's deep discounts, all while reinvesting in your biggest asset not to mention the savings on your energy bills. Up to 43% of your home's utility bill goes to heating and cooling. With new Window Nation windows, you can cut those energy bills during these cold winter months by keeping your hot air in and the cold air out where it belongs outside. Go with the window company that has installed over 1 million windows, including in my home, all with 96% customer satisfaction. Now's the time to upgrade the look and feel of your home, all while saving on your energy bills. Call 866-90-NATION, two windows free with every two you buy with no limit, plus make no down payment, no payments, and pay no interest for 24 months. This offer won't last long. Call Window Nation today, 866-90-NATION, or go to windownation.com. There you go. She wants you to stay, stay, stay in Arizona. It is the Ross Tucker Show, the final few moments Ross, what is your day going to be like out there? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Al, um, I, I maximize my time when I'm at the Super Bowl. So um, I will go over to Radio Row and um, where all the different radio stations are, et cetera. I'll do a spot on um, Follow the Money, which is a VEASAN show then I'll actually record one of my podcasts from um, the DraftKings set. That's where mm-hmm. um, I, I kind of do my podcast through those guys. So I'll do that there. I'll have Dr. Chow on, and um, <laughs> I'll do an interview with him. Then I'll do a couple other radio interviews while I'm there. Then I might uh, – I actually have a little bit of time. I might come back here <laughs> and uh, to the hotel and get a quick workout in and shower. <laughs> and then – I'm uh, I'm going around. I'll be going uh, to from radio station to radio station for four hours um, with Chris Bevilacqua, who is the um, the CEO of Simple Bet. He's actually a Penn State wrestler. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of this. It's like um, you you can actually bet on like drive to drive. Oh gosh! So like oh. like so, so like you could have bet. You can actually bet in between plays yeah, now. It's but, amazing. But what's amazing, it, it, it's it's incredible for baseball. I guess baseball is their biggest sport. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. I, I had dinner with him last night. Think about this. You could have been betting in the second half of the NFC Championship game. You could have been betting that the Niners, like before a drive starts, you can bet do they get a touchdown, a field goal, or punt. Uh-huh. Or, and you can also predict what the next play is going to be. People could have been the whole second half of the Niners game, run, 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 punt, run, 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 punt, run, 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 punt. Pretty mad, pretty that's good. The that's, second half was yeah, that's how the odds would change. So you got a full day. And then where's dinner, Ross? Uh, well, there's a, there's a, there's an NFL PA party for former players <laughs> and, um, and current players. It's at Four Peaks Brewing Company. 
um, which is right up my alley. There you go. Um, which also fits in perfectly because I'm actually flying back tonight. I'm taking the red eye back to Philly tonight um, because I only needed to do stuff for like three days out here, and it's my daughter's birthday tomorrow. So nice. I uh, yeah. So I got. So by the way, going from the Four Peaks Brewing Company. To the red eye, that's how you do it. <laughs> it is you how you do it. You will sleep well. To make, sure, to make sure you sleep on exactly. the red eye. Oh, man. It'll it, it sound, it'll be a blast out there. All right, let's uh, get one more call for you before you head off there. Let's go to Joe in the Northeast. Good morning, Joe. Hey, good morning. What's happening, Joe? What do you got for Ross? I got a question for Ross, and I got a player under 25. Okay. Um, you know, usually when you, you know go into an NFL game like that, Defense only has to worry about, like, one guy coming after their quarterback. We got five. How do they prepare for the attack they're going to be seeing Sunday? Like, when we played the, the game last week, all we had was Bosa. You know, that was it. And then they, they got to they plan for five guys coming at this Mahomes guy. Well, that's, um, that's a good question, Joe. And, and I think that <laughs> is what makes the Eagles special. It's interesting because I'm, I'm curious because I almost don't remember – but I, I tweeted this week, Rhea, at Ross Tucker NFL, when's the last time a team had the best O-line and the best D-line? And some people replied and said, 2017 Eagles. <laughs> there you go. Um, well, you had Fletcher, I'm Brandon kinda, Graham, I'm trying to remember, did, did we really Long? think they were the best in the whole league at both that year? I can't remember. Well, was Chris Long rotational player back then as well? He was. I mean, they yeah. were, Fletcher Cox was a monster yes. that year. Brandon Graham was playing really well. Chris Long was playing well. Um, but I don't think they were as good as this group. And the old line, who was like the other Jason guy they Peterson. had a big guy they had next to Fletcher whose name I can't they didn't re sign him and I can't think of him now. Well then it would It'll been. come to me. Yeah. Um but yeah, they were I mean, they were I don't know if I thought they were the best in the league. And, and the O line was very good, but it was like the left side Bo was Allen? like Allen? You had Bo yeah, Allen. Yeah, Bo Allen was a big guy, yep. Uh. Yeah. That's not the guy I'm thinking but they, of, though. But on the O-line, like, the left tackle was Vitae. The left guard was Stefan Wisniewski. Like, I don't know if Vinny that was Curry the best was, O-line. was on the team? Who's that? Vinny Curry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah, Vinny um, was big. But anyway, um, that's what makes this Eagles team so special. And I actually give Gannon a lot of credit for – I think the Eagles have used what you call a five-down front – more than any other team in the league because you're you're not always going to get one-on-ones, but there's really only two things you can do. When the defense is in a five down, okay, you either put bigs on bigs, so your 5-0 line blocks their 5-D line, which is what you want on the offense, but then it's one-on-one across the board. I mean, nobody has any help, and the D linemen know that, and they can go inside, they can go outside. I mean, like when I was an offensive lineman, when the defense went five down and I knew I was one-on-one with no help, I was not happy. I mean, I was nervous. I was like, oh, crap. Um, <laughs> the only other thing you can do is do what's called a turn protection where everybody has their gap to their left or their gap to their right, but then the end guy is going to get blocked by a running back. There's really not a good answer if the team goes to a five-down front so Gannon has figured out a great way with the personnel that the Eagles have to get consistent pressure with still being able to drop six guys in coverage. 
So it's 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 an impossible task. To, to do. Let me ask you guys this too, since this is the last time before the Super Bowl, and obviously, um, you know, I'll at least do the uh, uh, at least be calling in with Angelo yeah. next week and stuff. And I know we'll talk in the off season. Two weeks from now, let's say the Eagles lost this game. Don't say it. How, Bite your tongue. How, <laughs> no, I know, but how do you think fans will look back on this season? Well, they'll it it won't be that disappointing. But the guy that is in the most danger, obviously, is Gannon. Yeah. If that if that happens, it's like people have been waiting to say, "See, we told you so." But see, the difference that I that I the argument I keep making to people because they know I'm not the biggest Gannon fan is my issue. It clearly has not been this. It was like, "Oh, you just wanted to blitz." And no, I if I had issues with sacks this, sacks this year, I'd be a moron. Okay, zero. I didn't like just how when when you said when I asked you earlier, Ross, what's the best way to play Travis Kelsey, and you your first answer was zone. I went, ugh, because I don't like his soft zone. That's the my was my biggest complaint with him all season. Yeah, no, I I think um, listen, if he lets Mahomes come out and get rid of the ball quickly and dink and dunk down the field. Cause Mahomes hasn't been throwing the ball down the field as no, much like this 7. year. It's like 7.3 yards uh, per pass. No, he's missing a certain right. yards because after catch no, though. Yeah. yeah. No Tyree kill. It's been more of the short underneath stuff. If you know, there's no question now that if Mahomes completes 75, or 80% of his passes and they're just going up and down the field against his zone coverage, I think, uh, Gannon will be under a lot of fire. I just don't think he's going to do that because I don't think he's overly concerned about the Chiefs receivers and the explosive plays. Yeah. Plus, unlike last year, Rhea, I just think he has a lot more confidence in their cover guys this year. Yeah. You know, I think last year he kind of didn't want Steven Nelson to be in man-to-man coverage. You know, he didn't want the safeties to be like Anthony Harris to be in man-to-man coverage. I think this year he feels a lot better about these guys being in man-to-man coverage more often. Yeah, the only the only nightmare is the quarterback comes undone, and I don't see how that happens. That he just he, it's turnovers, and I just don't see it with him. Well, I guess my point was going to be out. Obviously, people will be disappointed if yeah. they lose, and rightfully so. But I don't think anyone is going to look back on it two weeks from now. It almost kind of be like the Phillies to some extent where it'll be disappointing that they didn't win the whole thing, but people would not look back on it and say it was a disappointing season. I no. guess the difference is the Phillies kind of surprised us by what they did in the playoffs, whereas the Eagles, we kind of were expecting this. And a lot of people expect this to be part one of a really big staircase to a lot of success after this. Well, well let me. I'm glad you brought that up, and I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer here. Okay, but the Eagles are going to be good the next few years. I don't see how they ever have a roster as good as this one. I mean, hmm. Debbie Downer, yes, they might have no, listen, 18 listen, unrestricted listen. free agents. We know that. Yeah, they got a ton of free agents. They got to pay Hurts. Yeah. You know, these guys, like Bradbury's going to go wherever he gets the most money. Okay, like a lot of these guys are going to go wherever they get the most yep. money. And that's fine. That's what they should do. Right. Um, and how he'll do a good job, as good as he can, of keeping the team together. All I'm saying is enjoy the next four days. Enjoy the Eagles having the best roster in franchise history. Enjoy the Super Bowl. 
because the realities of the salary cap, and Jeffrey Lurie already said this week they're, they're going to pay Jalen Hurts, so mm-hmm. he's going to get $40 million some a year. That's going to make it more difficult to keep this roster together. They're just not going to be able to do it and have this good of a team. Now, look, they might still win, heck, they could win the Super Bowl next year. Yeah, it's just not going to be the same roster. Where they're you know, going to be well, – they have to draft well. That's huge. And they've and, already and stashed they've got, two draft picks. And they've got two draft picks in the first round next year. And they so. have the draft picks from last year. How are yeah. they play? Yeah. Yeah, hardly play. And you know what else? You know what's interesting? The last time they won the Super Bowl, they had a heck of a draft the next year. I mean, because the next it? year it was it was Goddard okay. and Maddox and Mylotta. I mean, the last time they won the Super Bowl, they followed it up with, and we didn't realize it at the time, uh, one heck of a draft. That 2018 draft just keeps looking better was and better. Was that Dillard, too? Was he their first pick then? When was Dillard? I don't think they had a first-round pick. Okay. They, they traded out of the first-round pick. Gotcha. Remember, they picked last, and then they picked in the second round. Yeah. All right, Joe, do you have a, a star under 25? Yes, I do. This is the year I wanted the Flyers to tank for Jack Hughes. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Jack Hughes. <laughs> terrific Fine player. last name. Oh, man, what a player he is <laughs> up there in Jersey. Uh, we got number three, and that would be a pair of tickets to the Philadelphia Fishing Show. Just go to phillyfishing.com. That's February 17th through the 19th at the Expo Center in Oaks. So now we're at the moment. We're at the end yes. of the Ross Tucker Hour. And this is all that really matters, Ross. I have a pen and I have a piece of paper. And I've got my wallet out ready to go <laughs> wherever you're going to go with this. What is your prediction on this Super Bowl? Yeah, so I, I think it's going to be an awesome game. I think it's going to be a competitive game. I think there's going to be probably more points than maybe people expect. I kind of think it'll go back and forth. Um, The one concern I have for sure is that if it is a close game, like I think it will be, man, I mean, Mahomes seemingly always makes the critical play late for the Chiefs to win, and we just really haven't seen Jalen do that. And we just haven't seen – he hasn't really had to. It's not that he has – you know, it's not that he can't do it. He just hasn't really had to. That said – if you look at it over over time, the better team beats the best player. I you know I don't think the MVP has won the Super Bowl since Kurt Warner in like 1999. Wow. It's almost been 25 years. I don't think it's happening this year. I think the best team all year is the team that wins this game. And I think the conversation next week will be about where do the Eagles rank among the best NFL teams of all time with Jalen Hurts being 17 and 1 as a starting quarterback this year Eagles 27 Chiefs 24 Ooh. Eagles are getting another one Ah oh, yes Ross that's the way to go out that's the way to go to the brew pub this afternoon <laughs> and come back to Ooh. Philadelphia like that All right Ross it's been a blast I probably won't talk to you after this so uh enjoyed every uh, every time we had John it's been a blast Al, it's been fantastic, and somehow, some way, I don't care what show you're on or what you're doing, I'm going to be on it just to talk with you every once in a while. It's been amazing. I know uh, I'll be on next Tuesday with Angelo, but I have loved these Wednesdays. The amount of uh, 
text messages and tweets and people that have reached out to me. It's been, I don't know whose idea it was, but it was a great idea. Thank you, Rhea. Thank you, Al. No worries. I've loved every second of it. I'll have you on my podcast. We'll talk goalies. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. All right, thanks, Ross. That's Ross Tucker from It has been these from Wednesdays. Out, he's been terrific. Been awesome. All right, going to get back to the call. We have a big, um, I want to mention, we have a guest coming out. I just uh, got con- confirmed, so uh, that's why we didn't promote it earlier. Brian Billick, or we did. I did mention it one time, but uh, Brian Billick's going to be on at nine thirty. Oh, cool! All right, time at ninety four WIP is eight fifty six. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Graham and receive up to one thousand dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. With BetMGM at your fingertips. Every play and every game matter more than ever. Find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Sign up today with bonus code Graham and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Brought to you by Borgata Hotel, Casino, and Spa. Eagles, Chiefs, four days out from the Super Bowl in Arizona. Eagles will do their usual walkthrough today, followed up by practices Thursday and Friday. Now, speaking of Arizona, Arizona Cardinals still without a head coach. Giants offensive coordinator Mike Kafka will have a second interview with the Cardinals today. NJ.com reporting Kansas City Chiefs coach Andy Reid spoke to Cardinals owner Michael Bidwell and endorsed Kafka. Win a 2023 Maserati Levante GT at Borgata's that that's a more giveaway. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. NBC 10 first alert forecast brought to you by Meridian Bank. Mostly sunny, a high of 54. Meridian Bank's regional presence and community touch pair perfectly with business and entrepreneurial success. Find out why Meridian could be the right fit for your business at meridianbanker.com. To stream 94 WIP, tell your smart speaker to play 94 WIP.